Your world has changed, and we've got you covered. Around the clock, 24-7. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Participants have left the location of a conservative activist rally in Boston, leaving behind thousands of counter-protesters. Dozens of rally-goers had gathered on the Boston Common today, but then left shortly after the event was getting underway. Robert Paulson, who was among those present, said there was a lot of tension between those of the free speech rally and the counter-protesters. The counter-protesters up there, I see a lot of Antifa, they believe that we're Nazis and KKK down here. That's what they think, a lot of them. It's not true. A lot of the people down here just love the United States, are here to promote free speech. This event was planned months in advance. Free speech rally organizers said they've publicly distanced themselves from the white supremacists from last weekend's violent rally. Two officers in Kissimmee, Florida, injured late Friday after police responded to reports of an attempted suicide at a home where three adults and a 19-year-old toddler were thought to be in danger. The male shooter was killed when the officers returned fire. This is S. Joe Walsh believes it's time for this country to grow up. We've become a country of little children who are bothered and offended when they're called names. When people say certain words. We so need to be comforted. We so want to be a victim. It's like we've lost all perspective. We're a country of babies. I'm just going to say it flat out. The Joe Walsh Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot intelligent radio coming up next it's the second hour of the northern alliance radio network here on your home for intelligent radio am 1280 the patriot be sure to tune in tomorrow to the closer brad carlson he's live at 2 p.m and for the best economic insight there's only one place to turn and that's the king banyan show on business 1440 he is saturday and sunday mornings at 9 a.m Together, Brad Carlson, Mitch Berg, and King Banyan are the Northern Alliance Radio Network. From the OnePlace.com studio, lots of sun and low 80s today. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you of a quality job done right. From expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance is on. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, the official, one of the official centers for center-right political thought in the upper Midwest, at least one of Minnesota's foremost conservative blogs. I write for another one as well, True North, found on the web at looktruenorth.com, which I am happy and proud to tell you is coming up on its 10th anniversary a week after this next uh, it's, uh, we're, it's it is the center for center right political thought in the upper Midwest. It's sort of like uh, it, it's sort of a digest of all the best conservative writers in Minnesota and best public intellectuals and thinkers doing their thing every single weekday. Uh, so go to looktruenorth.com for that. This is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Uh, of course, uh, the closer, Brad Carlson, every Sunday, two to three. 
King Banyan does the King Banyan radio show every Saturday from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It's all about economics. It is the best radio show in the entire world, the known world at least, uh, on the subject of economics here. There may be a tribe in New Guinea somewhere that has a radio station that they built uh, completely out of contact with other humanity that does a better one. We don't know this until we find this, until anthropology discovers radio stations run by undiscovered tribes with a great command of economics. We'll just assume that King Banyan is the man. You never go wrong doing that. Uh, 651-289-4488. Big announcement coming up at the bottom of the hour here regarding your entertainment for this upcoming fall here. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be a, a bit of news coming up here. But... We have an election coming up, and if it's an election in Minnesota, you can be assured that shenanigans await. And with us uh, up next from the Minnesota Voters Alliance, someone who's been watching the shenanigans for as long as I've been doing this broadcast, I think. Our old friend Andy Selick joins us. Andy, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks, Mitch. How are you doing today? Uh, you know, the worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. So I'm doing spectacular. Hope you're doing well as well here. You have been. I am, and I listen. I listen to the whole first hour. Um, um, learned a lot. Excellent. Much Excellent. obliged. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's what I like to hear. And of course, uh, we're here to learn a lot more about the uh, about the the voter system and the the work that the Minnesota Voters Alliance is doing to try and bring some transparency to it. Because if that's something we've discovered in this last decade here in this state. Transparency and Minnesota voting don't really go together, and you guys have been in the trenches at that for a long, a long time now. Andy, see how long has the Voters Alliance been in existence? Uh, Two thousand and four. Yeah, that's about so, what I thought. However many years that is. Yep, same year, same uh, time we've been on the air here. That's right. So, so what is new? What's going on? I mean, it, it's, these things kind of come and go. Every couple of elections, there's another spurt of publicity. Not every election turns out like Franken Coleman or like Emmer Dayton, but there's all sorts of irregularities floating around out there. What's what's the latest from the Minnesota Voters Alliance? Well, we filed a lawsuit, Mitch, here um, about a week ago or so against uh, Secretary of State uh, Steve Simon, and the goal is really to get all the all the voter data um, instead of just some of the data. And and on some of the data over the years, we've been able to identify. Um, significant voter fraud, um, and we've shown that it's enough to impact a lot of close elections in Minnesota. Um, and we think it's even even a worse problem than that. But the only thing the Secretary of State has been giving out thus far is um, the information that's already on a public CD, which any candidate or any citizen can go purchase for $46, and they can get just about, well, all the folks that are in the database that are registered who have an active status in other words who are eligible right Uh, the problem is that they won't give us the same data on people who are ineligible people that have an ineligible voter status and there's several of those there's challenged uh, felony challenge citizenship challenged guardianship challenged non-fordable address deceased deleted several of those categories but they all fall under the general category of ineligible right so i mean in minnesota half a million people generally register and vote and their votes counted on election day in minnesota and many of your listeners may know that the eligibility checks for same-day registrants in minnesota aren't done for several months after the election that's when they compare them to all those databases the department of public safety they make sure they're uh, a, a citizen and they check the court records and department of corrections and, and so on 
And then, and then at that time, they mark the person ineligible. Well, guess what happens, Mitch, at that time? Once they mark and they give a person a voter status of ineligible, they no longer provide that data to the public. So, I mean, does it make sense that if you really want to do a thorough examination and truly quantify the extent of ineligible voting, that you would want a good place to start would be to start with the list of people who failed one of the eligibility checks. You, you might think that. And also, if you're trying to cover something up, I'm, I'm no expert at this because I learned bright and early I was not cut out for a life of crime or duplicity because I just don't do that well with either of them. But if I wanted to conceal skullduggery, I, I don't know how I would do it any better than that. I mean, put it this way. Let's assume that Steve Simon and, and his predecessor aren't and weren't concealing skullduggery. The question is, if they were, what would they be doing any different, right? Yeah, I, I probably, I probably nothing, or, or probably trying to do more to cover up more. And that's really what's happened over the years. They've slowly uh, given out less and less and less and less data, even uh, you know, even after we appealed a previous Data Practice Act request a couple of years back uh, to the Data Practices Office, that's a government agency who is the leading experts uh, in the state. They actually train government officials on data practice laws. And, and, and upon being rejected on a previous Data Practices Act request that asked for this information, the Data Practices Office came back and sided with us really? and said, we agree. What you guys are asking for is public. So we went back to the Secretary of State and they said, we don't care. <laughs> There's a previous court ruling that they believe takes precedence. So that's what they're relying on. One court decision, Mitch, to not give us this public data. And, 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 and I can briefly try to explain it in a minute or two, but they're relying on a case called the McGrath case. And we all know that's Dan McGrath. He's part of our organization. He's our communications director. He had filed a, a, a HAVA complaint issue uh, several years ago. HAVA uh, meeting. The Help America Vote Act. Okay. Federal, federal law. And he wanted to get more data. So it, the, the real thrust there was, he was attempting to get discovery um, through a lawsuit, and it went up to the Minnesota Court of Appeals. And by the way, and by the way, discovery is legally mandated turning over of all requested records. It, it basically means clean out your file cabinets, make copies of everything, put it in boxes, and get it to us. Right, exactly. And I think the the the, the basic thrust there is he was asking for everything. Okay. Yep. And 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 to just drill this down. So what the Court of Appeals said is in a non-published opinion, which is non-precedent setting, which we believe is totally unrelated to the case we're filing now, because that asked for all the data, right? And, and, and they came back and said, you can't have it. The statutes say there's two lists. There's a master list, and there's a public list. And the master list is only available to public officials for the purpose of election administration. You can only have the public list. Well, think, of, think in terms of the context that was that, that that opinion was issued in. I mean, the court just said, hey, there's two lists, because the statutes only talk about two lists, and you can have only the public list. Well, that's what today the Secretary of State's relying on, where that court of opinion said you only get the public list. But the context there was different, because the context was they were only really talking about two lists. We're coming in with something called the Minnesota Government Data Practices Act claim, uh, which was not present in the McGrath case. 
And the, the Minnesota Government Data Practice Act, and anyone can look it up on, the, on their uh, smartphone right now, the first sentence says all government data is public unless a statute uh, declares that it's non-public or confidential. Okay, so that's really the thrust of our lawsuit is that everything we're asking for, because we're not asking for dates of birth, we're not asking for driver's license or Social Security numbers, those three things. Everything else that we're asking for, we believe, is public. But they are relying on that McGrath decision, which we claim is irrelevant. Okay, so what's next? I mean, you filed the suit. What, where is this... Uh go in in the process. And it, here's the bigger question for for people who start hearing about uh, lawyer stuff and, and legalities and the legal process and the and civil procedure. What is it you're looking to get out of this litigation? What's the, what's the okay, best well, what's the best case result? Well, good question. Well, we're trying to get it again all the data. So the 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 state already gives out data on folks like yourself, Mitch. I mean, you're an active voter, so it's going to I can go down and pay the money and we can get a list of your name and your address, your voter history. Now, that's not when uh, who you voted for, of course. It's when, it's the elections you voted in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can get all this data on Mitch Burke. If someone's in that database as ineligible, with an ineligible status, they won't give it to us. So what we're seeking to do, uh, we expect a court date in about, uh, well, we expect to get notified of a court date here in the next week, but we think that'll be in approximately 60 days. And then we'll file for a declaratory judgment. And, and we think it's a pretty clear-cut case. But if the state can show that there is a statute that shows that any data we're asking for is non-public or confidential, they win, in our view. If they can't, uh, we win. But what will this give us? If we get access to it, now we can get an access to all the people who have been flagged as ineligible, and then we can cross-reference that and attempt to determine which elections they voted in, in particular this last election, and see if they were eligible, uh, in fact eligible, when they voted. And why we think this is significant, in a previous one we did a couple years back, they showed 17,000 people who registered on Election Day were, several months later, changed to an ineligible challenge status. 17,000 people failed one of the eligibility checks. In other, so words, they re- in, other words, they, in other words, they registered, and after the election was found out, after they had voted, uh, it was found out that they were ineligible to vote, and they got their status flipped. Uh, apparently after, I'm going to guess, after the votes had already been counted and registered for some candidate. of, of an And under- after the election was certified, uh, even. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's our real goal, is to really quantify the extent of ineligible voting, and we think it's in the thousands of uh, people every election that are, you know, coming in and whether it's knowingly or unknowingly, we don't really care. An ineligible, one ineligible vote is too much in our view. And, and what we want to do is minimize the extent and damage that ineligible voting causes. And, and, and you'd think it'd be one of those things that someone in charge of state elections would be in, in favor of. Andy, see, like, do you have another segment to stay with us here today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's take a break right now. We'll come back with Andy Selick of the Minnesota Voters Alliance, talking about the reactions he's gotten and uh, continuing litigation and how you can find out more and perhaps help if you're so inclined. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back.
If you have storm damage in the Twin Cities, you don't want a storm chaser. You want storm group roofing. Hi, Larry Elder here. Storm group roofing is a local dependable company, and they are experts at storm damage repair. Storm group roofing's owner, Dmitry Lipinski, doesn't believe in door knocking to get your business. No, they will handle your claim the right way with no illegal deductible waiving like some companies offer if you put their sign in your yard. They won't overbill your insurance company either. Storm group roofing will just install the absolute best roofing system for your home. Google storm group roofing and see what other customers are saying about them. They're the local roofing experts that you can trust. Remember, if you have storm damage, call Storm Group Roofing at 612-559-2449. That's 612-559-2449. Or find them online at stormgrouproofing.com. That's Storm Group Roofing. And tell them Larry Elder told you to call. 612-559-2449. 612-559-2449. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Sometimes... What you want most from your car is nothing. No headaches, no surprises, no anxiety when it's late at night and you're on some distant freeway in a thunderstorm. That bit of nothing is everything. And that's what you get when you purchase a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz from your authorized dealer. Because only an authorized Mercedes-Benz dealership has the skilled technicians to certify that your pre-owned vehicle is up to Mercedes-Benz standards. Only Mercedes-Benz can back their certified pre-owned vehicles with an unlimited mileage warranty for up to five years, with roadside assistance included. It's time to experience confidence that's as unlimited as the warranty. Visit the certified pre-owned sales event now through August 31st, and you'll receive two years of prepaid maintenance and special financing available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services, only at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. You've waited long enough. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on certified pre-owned warranties. Annuities are sold, not bought. Big difference. If they're so good, why are variable and indexed annuities a leading source of complaints? Despite the rosy sales pitch, they often lose money and pay exorbitant sales commissions. Even greater issues remain hidden behind what are likely the most complex and costly investment vehicles ever created. You deserve the truth. Visit annuitydiscovery.com, and for a limited time, you can receive a complimentary, unbiased review of what you really own. That's annuitydiscovery.com. What's in your annuity? AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. This could very well be the theme song for this show. Except that I finally have been binging Freaks and Geeks. So it's already been done. This is the theme song. I had no idea. Good choice. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, talking with uh, the Minnesota Voters Alliance. 
And they're, they're just, I, I love this quote from Dan McGrath, uh, your communications director, a longtime friend of this broadcast. Quote, Minnesota voters have the right to independently verify that elections are conducted according to the laws and that no irregular, irregularities have occurred, uh, said Dan McGrath. And I, and I think while it's never been said, I, I think Steve Simon's response has to be categorized as trust us. No, really, you have no choice but to trust us. That's really what it comes down to. They're, they're saying, we don't need any independent verification. All of you plebeians should stay in your place and let us do the job we get paid for. There's nothing to see here. Move along, citizens. I mean, that's how it reads to me, Andy Seelock. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. And the other uh, big talking point from the left, and, 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 and Senator Ann Russ said it in a recent hearing I was at, <laughs> I mean, one of their lines is it's, it's, it's a solution when we were talking about provisional ballots, a solution in search of a problem. Right. Uh, 47 states have provisional ballots. I mean, we're one of the three right. that don't. Right. And, and, and so all, that's all their talking points. It doesn't really matter how much data we show them, um, you know, as far as the voter fraud we've already identified. But there's, there's a lot of problems in search of a solution. I mean, they really have it backwards. When a half a million people can just register and vote and not be checked for four, five, six, seven months after the election, um, one of the cases in Harris that we've identified here a couple of years back, it, it, it was a peculiar situation. Uh, there was a tight race for mayor, and they found 10 people who voted from the same address. Yeah. And when they went and, and uh, did some research after the election, it was all from the same address from the laundromat. I've heard that story. <laughs> we would talk about that for a while. Yeah, the infamous, the infamous uh, tenement laundromat. And, and of course— the- And that's where this is really important, Mitch. I mean, you know, you can't we can't uh, underestimate, you know, this whole thing of— Close elections. I mean, it sounds like a small problem, but close elections is where all the money is poured into. Yep. You know, and that's really where things get nasty is when elections are really close. And, and of that's course, where this matters. And, of course, that's where the MVA cut its teeth almost 10 years. It hardly seems possible to believe it was almost 10 years ago Frank and Coleman happened. And uh, the, a 200-odd vote uh, lead for Norm Coleman to do an almost 300-vote lead for Al Franken over the course of, I don't know, what was it, a year and a half of recounts and, and legal wrangling. And, of course, it turned out, I believe that was uh, – yeah, one of M- MVA's big finds in that uh, case was that a thousand felons voted illegally in that election here. Fe- felons who had not had their rights restored, and there's a case to be made right. to restore felons' rights, but until they are, they're not supposed to be voting. And they know this. They know they're not supposed to be voting. And research, research has showed that over 80% of convicted felons vote Democrat. That's not a swing at Democrats just happens to be settled science. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not incomprehensible to say that, that the felon vote, the non-rights-restored felon vote, gave us Senator Al Franken. And so this stuff does matter uh, on both sides, obviously. And, and, and obviously it matters a lot to the Democrats to keep their senator in place. So uh, th- this is not without consequence. You're absolutely right, Andy Selick. Yeah, and there's been, uh, I mean, how many close elections? I mean, your your friend uh, there that you were just talking about, King Banyan. I mean, his race was, oh, yeah. uh, if, if my memory serves me, was 12 votes. Uh, yeah, 12 uh, votes. Uh, Mary Franzen uh, got through the first round of election night in 2012 with a one-vote lead and uh, right. came away with 15 by the after the recount. So her recount brought the right direction. Of course, in Alexandria, there's a functional two-party system, so it's a little right. less... Uh, little less uh, a little less slanted than you get here in the Twin Cities metro area. So it does matter. You're absolutely right. Most recently, just uh, over, uh, you know, uh, across the river there in uh, Woodbury area, Washington County, 
hundred million dollar school referendum yep. was decided by four votes. That's right. And um, so, so th- yeah, it, it, it's really important. I mean, this whole thing, and we appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, allow us to chat about this on you. Well, let's show. talk about what people can do to participate in this. And by the way, I've been reading your news site here. It's been interesting. Al Franken's certainly been paying back his master's, uh, his attack on, on, on the, the MVA and on, on, on people who call out voter fraud this past week. And, why it's almost as if he's pa- dancing with the one that brung him, <laughs> attacking people who go after voter fraud. Uh, but let's talk about how people can help the Minnesota Voters Alliance, uh, Andy Selick. What can people do to participate in bringing transparency to elections? Well, I think the, the biggest thing now, as we as we as we launch and we get a court date, we'd love to have as much, uh, you know, uh, people forwarding emails and sharing on Facebook and, and, and really pack the courtroom when that uh, hearing date arises. Uh, you know, I think uh, it, it makes a big difference having packed courtrooms and we've had packed courtrooms before and, and we've had some victories uh, over the years in court and we've had our share of losses and I was talking to Dan McGrath last week, and, and uh, we've been involved in several cases along with uh, uh, his group in the past. And uh, he said he's never felt stronger about any case that we've ever been in, um, including the one that we have waiting for uh, re- uh, to hear whether we're going to be granted rid of cert by the U.S. Supreme Court in the Tea Party T-shirt case. Um, and that was a, a lawsuit that we joined. But as far as, as this case, yeah, and all the biggest thing is, I think you know, forward the message, read the read the information. It's pretty. Uh, this just the Star Tribune exchange. Um, they they wrote that uh, piece last Saturday about our press conference about the lawsuit that we filed. And in the last sentence, Jennifer Brooks, the the reporter from the Star Tribune, she cites a study by the Brennan Center, and that's a George Soros funded uh, left wing organization um, whose real goal is to show how little you know uh you know fraudulent voting there is um and and they cited a study that said 31 in four in the last 14 years there's only been 31 cases of voter fraud out of a billion votes cast Uh (laughs) and when and when we went and we searched and we found out what that really was it wasn't really voter fraud they they were talking about they were talking about one small tiny specific part of voter fraud which is voter impersonation Right. <laughs> um, and, and, and really, we believe that's the hardest one to prove. I mean, we're surprised that number is even that high. Right. Because uh, if somebody comes in and someone's on the ballot and they have real loose voting laws like in Minnesota and they just sign their name and walk out, they're almost impossible to catch. Right. Um, but, but it's kind of funny that they put in the Star and Tribune 31 cases in 14 years, and we have right on our website 369 cases. Uh, of felons that were actually convicted of voter fraud right here in the Minnesota court system. Yeah, it's become a a, a plague on the American left to basically say any BS that needs to be said, that they want to have said, and not worry about it too hard because they know that the audience that they're reaching out to doesn't check into things all that terribly critically. So, I mean, this is is what I've come to expect. Including probably Antifa. Antifa and Protect Minnesota and Moms Want Action and you name it, all of them, all of them. They all basically say what they want people to think without any regard to what the truth is. And on this one, more so than most. I mean, I've been duking it out with uh, with 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 the, uh, the 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 status quo advocates about this for you ever since the the Crow Wing County incident back in 2010, which is one of the more Oh, the vulnerable adult case. The, oh, yeah, yeah. The yep. vulnerable adult case, which I, I I think that case basically died when the father of one of the vulnerable adults 
uh, passed on and uh, the, the people's stomach for and budget for the battle uh, faded. That's what saved them there. But uh, Andy Selick, uh, how can people find out more about the Minnesota Voters Alliance? What's, what's the website? Okay, the website is MN for Minnesota, MN Voters with an S dot org, MN Voters dot org. And you'll be able to find out all the information about what we're doing. Um, there's a little donate button. We're a 501c3 now, so donors can get tax deductions. But just in closing, it's going back to that 2010 case in, um, in Crow Wing with yep. the vulnerable adults. Yep. We made significant progress in that uh, because at the end of the day, it ended up in Hennepin County, and, and Hennepin County judge uh, ruled, Judge Quam, appointed by Tim Pauline, ruled that uh, from this day forward, it was back in 2012, that every guardianship proceeding uh, must have a hearing, a determination made if that uh, ward uh, understands the nature and effect of uh, voting and can vote. So Hennepin County is the only county in Minnesota where wards are required to be assessed for their ability to vote so that the exploitation that happened in Crow Wing County is much less likely to happen in Hennepin County. Well, that's a good thing, although there are so many other venues for cheating in Hennepin County. It's probably just a, an eyedropper in a tsunami, but every little bit helps. Andy Selig. We have to take little steps along the way and little victories. Thanks so much, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Andy Selig from the Minnesota Voters Alliance, mnvoters.org is uh, the website. Go there, find out more information. I posted links, by the way, to the Minnesota Voters Alliance and also to their news site, uh, the news branch on the Minnesota Voters site at shotinthedark.info. If you need more information, you want to find out more, you want to maybe peel off a buck or two uh, to help them in their, their constant litigation that's involved in trying to bring some transparency, some fairness, some justice to Minnesota voter laws, by all means do. Minnesota Voters Alliance has been doing the hard work for as long as this broadcast has been on the air, 13 years right now. Uh, they just keep plugging away at it, and it's it's not for the short attention span. Uh, if you have a short attention span, I'm I'm happy to donate to other people to do it for me. I'll just put it that way. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. What do you call charging thousands of dollars for hearing aids? I call it outrageous because hearing should not be a privilege for the rich. It's a basic right everyone deserves. Hi, I'm Dr. Chara Curry, board-certified ear, nose, and throat physician. If you or a loved one suffer from hearing loss but can't afford thousands for a hearing aid, I created MD Hearing Aid for you, a high-quality medical-grade hearing aid for a fraction of that price. Try MD Hearing Aid risk-free for 45 days. Call 1-800-491-1931. 
No costly doctor's visit. No expensive and time-consuming fittings or appointments. No ugly, old-fashioned hearing aid that costs thousands. MD Hearing Aid is an FDA-registered, audiologist-tested hearing aid that's discreet and lets you hear what you've been missing at a savings of more than 80% off the average price of a traditional hearing aid. Try MD Hearing Aid risk-free for 45 days with a 100% money-back guarantee. Call 1-800-491-1931. Plus, you'll get free shipping and free batteries for a year. 1-800-491-1931. We here at AM 1280 The Patriot trust action plus sign for all of our signage and unique marketing needs. And so should you and your business. They've been serving the Twin Cities for over 25 years and specialize in vehicle graphics and wraps, storefront and lighted signs, and converting old signs to new LED. For more information and a full list of services, visit them online at actionplussign.com or call 952-891-4444. That's 952-891-4444. Message and data rates may apply. Are you doing what you want to do with your life? Does your career make you happy? Are you being paid what you deserve? Or does your life feel like it's lost direction, that it went offline? Now's your chance to get your life back online with an online degree. We're Southern New Hampshire University. Established as a New England campus in 1932, now we also offer over 200 affordable degrees online. Get degree information and see how to apply online by texting CAN55 to 554433. At SNHU, you'll get the full quality of a campus education with online tuition rates among the lowest in the nation. Learn online anytime, anywhere. So get that MBA or become an application developer, accountant, or healthcare professional. With over 200 degree options, it's time to put your dreams back online southern new hampshire university see yourself succeed get degree information and see how to apply online by texting can55 to 554433 that's can55 to 554433 am 1280 the patriot northern alliance radio network 651 289-4488, 289-4488, the number to call. Reminding you to go to am1280thepatriot.com, look for the Blue Ox, click on the Blue Ox anywhere on the website or on the Blue Ox website. The page will open to register for a free heater or air conditioner. It's to support veterans. Check it out. By the way, I've got another announcement to make here. But I've been looking forward to for a while. How long? Since since 1986, actually. Ronald Reagan's second term. I've been putting it off that long. Yeah, no, it's going to be the big one here, folks. November 12th, Alt Nights, and O'Gara's in St. Paul. going to be the album release party for the Supreme Soviet of Love's debut album, Sea uh, Red. That's coming up uh, on November 12th. Uh, more details coming up. Uh, you can go. Uh, I'll be I'll be talking about this on Facebook on and uh, sending out some links to uh, find out more information about the event as the details become available. But for right now, save the date November twelfth. November twelfth, O'Gara's in St. Paul. So far, we have to confirm a few details yet. But uh, my band, the Supreme Soviet of Love, will be doing its uh, first ever album release party. Something I've been planning on 
since 1986. Better late than never here, folks. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, by the way, big news if you're into history right now. The wreck of the ability. Paul Allen is a Microsoft executive, uh, basically has been sitting on the right hand, figuratively speaking, not literally, of, of, uh, of Bill Gates for the last, I don't know, 35, almost 40 years at Microsoft. He's become a multi-billionaire like his boss, Bill Gates. Uh, one of the great entrepreneurial stories. Of course, he went to seed, you could say, becoming quite the liberal donor up there with George Soros as a donor to liberal causes, progressive, I should say, causes. But he's done him, done some good for himself, this country, and the world. And news of one of those efforts came through today. Uh, the wreck of the USS Indianapolis uh, was found in the Philippine Sea today. Now, this is, for those of you who don't know your history, the USS Indianapolis was a Navy cruiser that fought, was built in the 1930s, fought through World War II. And in the closing days of World War II, it was the ship that brought the first atomic bombs to uh, Tinian Island in the Marianas for delivery to Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And after it was, uh, after it accomplished that mission, it was heading back to the United States under extreme secrecy when it was uh, torpedoed by a Japanese submarine, sank with heavy losses, uh, immortalized in the movie Jaws, where the boat captain uh, that uh, worked with Roy Scheider uh, described what happened. Uh, basically, 300 survivors out of a crew of 1,000 men. 19 of them are left alive today out of 300 uh, as the greatest generation uh, passes on bit by bit. Uh, but 19 of them were around to find uh, that the their 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 ship uh, has been found, and so kudos to Paul Allen for that. Uh, if nothing else, absolutely, that was uh, money well spent. Uh, Paul Allen financed that particular expedition. So uh, one of the other things that uh, people in Paul Allen's social circle have been financing of considerably less value has been uh, groups like Antifa. And by the way, anytime I say Antifa, I'm making the scare quotes around the word anti. So there's nothing anti-fascist about them. They are violent thugs. Uh, a, a list came out, I should say an article came out this past week in the uh, Washington Post uh, by a uh, article uh, by, by a fellow named, I believe named Stephen Bray. He uh, he wrote uh, all the reasons we need to, to defer to or, and and. Uh, appreciate the work of uh, Antifa because they're uh, doing the work of, of shutting down uh, radical white supremacists for us. And I, I, I cannot wait to have the opportunity to duke it out with these people, rhetorically speaking, face-to-face uh, -face, um, someday, and, and have groups like Antifa uh, defended by people who fancied themselves as intelligent, the record of violence that these people had against against defenseless people is long and noxious. And and, and yet, with this fellow Bray, and I'm, by the way, my browser is not bringing it up here right now, so the Washington Post seems to be yakking on my browser right now. But the point is this. Bray and a lot of the other defenders of, of anti-fa uh, say, well, they're they're defending against the, the mouth-breathing, torch-carrying, neo-Nazi slobbering uh, bumpkins who are, who are protesting in, 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 uh, in, in Charlottesville and, and elsewhere. Uh, and by the way, if you heard over the news at the top of the hour, the, uh, the, the people involved in the free speech rally 
explicitly disavowed white supremacy and neo-Nazism, and yet you have the media calling them white supremacists and uh, neo-Nazis, which tell you something about uh, this, uh, about the way the media has has basically written the narrative, basically the same way they've uh, written, uh, treated the Tea Party six years ago. Uh, but this uh, fellow named Mark Bray in the Washington Post, uh, by, by way of trying to defend the thuggery on the left, uh, basically soft-pedals history. He writes in his uh, piece in the Washington Post, but what is Antifa? Where does it come from? Militant anti-fascist or Antifa is a radical pan-leftist politics of social revolution applied to fighting the far right. Its adherents are predominantly communist socialists and anarchists who reject turning to the police or the state to halt the advance of white supremacy. Instead, they advocate popular opposition to fascism, as we witnessed in Charlottesville. Now, we don't know who threw the first punch, and to some extent it doesn't matter. On the other hand, you and I have both heard, if you are not completely walking around with your head under a rock, you've heard people on the right, sometimes the far, far, far right, sometimes just the near, near, near right, saying, yeah, next time I go to a rally, I'm not just going to assume I'm safe. I mean, we, we all heard on this broadcast, almost live, what happened. Well, we've, we've heard it live a couple times in this broadcast. March 4th, the, uh, the Trump rally in the rotunda at the state capitol, <clears throat> anti-fa. By the way, it was a, it's a gathering of work-a-daddy, hug-a-mommy uh, Trump voters and legislators, mostly middle-aged people who were there just to express their political opinion and demonstrate on behalf of the president they, they voted for. Uh, they had a demonstration permit. The counter-protesters did not, of course. The police stood down and allowed the two demonstrators, two groups of demonstrators, to come together. Anti-fa, including the son of uh, Hillary Clinton's vice presidential nominee, uh, young Woody Kane, uh, attacked the pro-Trump demonstration, hit an older woman in the face with a pyrotechnic smoke bomb, Sucker punched a 17-year-old girl. There's a profile in courage for you. And bear sprayed uh, a bunch of, of bystanders and people who were opposing their, their attempt to crash the party. These were people who had no intention of getting into a violent fight before Antifa, who came to the demonstration with smoke bombs, masks, and bear spray, came clearly loaded for figurative and literal bear looking to cause trouble. And this is just one, one of many incidents that's happened uh, over the last year and a half. Uh, I've got the list right here. Anti-fat protesters jumped on cars, stole hats, fought with, and threw eggs at Trump protesters outside a Trump rally in San Jose in June of 2016. July of 2016, uh, anti-fat supporters burned a flag and attacked a Trump supporter in Pittsburgh. That's July of a year ago. A year ago this month, anti-Trump protesters attacked, pushed, spat on, and verbally harassed attendees forced to walk a gauntlet as they left a Trump fundraiser in Minneapolis and beat an elderly man. Protesters also attacked Trump's motorcade. That same month, a Tennessee man was assaulted in a garage sale for beating uh, for being a Trump supporter. Trump supporter New Jersey was attacked by a crowbar on the street at an event. September 2016, protesters in El Cajon, California, chased and beat up a Trump supporter outside a a Trump event. These were anti-fa. 
October 2016, GOP office in North Carolina firebombed and spray-painted with Nazi Republicans get out of town. Oh, there's a Nazi. Go figure. Never heard that before. Uh, last November, high school student was attacked after she wrote she supported Trump on social media. Uh, president of Cornell University's College Republicans was attacked the night after Trump won the election. Students protesting Trump punched and kicked a Maryland high school student wearing a Make America Great Again hat. High school student was arrested in Florida after he punched a classmate for carrying a Trump sign at school. Not technically anti-fa. Group of black men in Chicago attacked a white man while raging against Trump. Again, not anti-fa, most likely, uh, because anti-fa are a bunch of white upper-middle-class snowflakes. Uh, Maryland high school students punched a student who was demonstrating in support of Trump and kicked him repeatedly while he was on the ground. You support Trump, you hate Mexicans, yelled a California high school student at a Trump supporter before beating the girl to a pulp. An anti-bullying ambassador was arrested for shoving a 74-year-old man to the ground in a fight outside Trump Tower, where people upset over his win had gathered. The the woman tied uh, to Black Lives Matter caused the man to hit his head on the sidewalk. Uh, A Texas elementary school student was beaten by his classmates for voting for Trump in a mock election. Two men punched and kicked a Connecticut man who was standing with an American flag and a Trump sign. That was all just November. December, uh, Trump supporters beaten and dragged by a car. January, a Trump supporters knocked unconscious after airport protesters beat him on the head. Trump supporters attacked after putting out a fire started by anti-Trump protesters. And when Trump protesters encountered a driver with a pro-Trump flag on his car, they surrounded his vehicle, ripped off and began burning the flag and pounded the car, punctured his tires. Uh, February. California Republican Representative McClintock had to be escorted to his car after a town hall meeting because of anti-fa. Four cars had their uh, tires slashed. Protesters attacked a 71-year-old female staffer for California GOP Representative Dana Rohrbacher, beat her unconscious during a protest outside the representative office. Oh, yeah, that's anti-fa. My Leonopolis speeches, uh, his speech at the University of California, Berkeley, was canceled after rioters set the campus on fire and threw rocks through windows. Milo tweeted that one of the supporters wearing a Trump hat was thrown to the ground and kicked. We're just up to February. March, of course, there was the episode at the state capitol. Plus, protesters with anti-fa at Middlebury College rushed AEI scholar and political scientist Charles Murray and Professor Allison Stanger. Put her in the hospital? This is, we're just up to March. No, they're all equal. Trump was too kind to anti-fa. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, Jake Duesenberg here again with Action for Liberty. Our neighbors to the east in Wisconsin just became a top 10 state for business, according to Chief Executive Magazine. Meanwhile, back here in Minnesota, we rank number 38. If you would like to see Minnesota become a top 10 state by cutting taxes and reducing regulation, we have a plan, but we need your help. Join Action for Liberty today by visiting www.actionforliberty.com 
That's action, the number four, liberty.com. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device, absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your laptop bag or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling miniCPAP.com, 1-800-919-5232. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call miniCPAP.com now. 1-800-919-5232. That's 1-800-919-5232. What if you could have an experience of a lifetime this year? Something that goes way beyond the mundane. It's not a vacation, though it's an opportunity you won't soon forget. A timely and important expedition to the land of Israel waits you and your family. Make plans now for the Stand with Israel tour happening this October 22nd through November 1st. Join the Patriots' Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on a nine-day trip to Israel that will offer you first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll introduce you to the geopolitical, economic, and security dynamics of this truly remarkable nation and get behind the scenes and view into the many places you've read and heard about the Western Wall, modern Tel Aviv, the Dead Sea, and so much more. With expert guides and important lectures at these key sites, You'll be surrounded by comfort and safety of first-class accommodations. Stand with Israel. For more details about this all-inclusive trip happening this fall, visit am1280thepatriot.com. That's am1280thepatriot.com, keyword Israel. Hey, Premier Pool and Spy is having a we're not at the fair sale. Yeah, so you can save money because they aren't at the fair, eh? And why aren't they at the fair? Well, if you take your butter sculpture and put it in the hot tub, It'll melt. And they don't want a cow in the hot tub either. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point, eh? Hey, stop by their showroom and see what is different about an Arctic spa. They deliver all year long. Yeah, visit Premier Pool and Chan Asset today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. You, you, you have you've seen by the way, we were talking all day about the hysteria that's going on in in, in uh, all over the country today over quote neo-nazis Baby, take a walk in and as we saw in Boston today Be my hero, play the Exactly as you've seen in my entire life as a conservative. You don't actually have to be a Nazi to be called one. And so take everything with a block of salt. I got about a third of the way to the list of violence that anti-fa and its partners have inflicted on conservatives. As the Rumble Dolls and their girlfriends of Antifa inflict their reign of violence upon those who disagree. Only got up to May of 2017, and it gets worse. May of 2017, Representative Tom Garrett, his family, and dog were targeted by a series of repeated death threats deemed credible by authorities. 
FBI agents arrested a person for threatening to shoot Republican Representative Martha McSally over her support for Trump. Police in Tennessee charged a woman for allegedly trying to run Republican Representative David Kustoff off the road. Police in North Dakota ejected a man after he became physical with Republican Representative Kevin Kramer at a town hall. A former professor was arrested after police said they identified him on video beating Trump supporters with a U-lock with a kryptonite lock, leaving three people with significant injuries. No, those technically anti-fat. Neither was the first episode of June 2017. James Hodgkinson opened fire on a congressional GOP baseball practice, injuring five, including White House Majority Whip Steve Scalise, who is still in serious condition two months later. Republican Representative Claudia Tenney received an email threat that read, one down, 216 to go, shortly after the Hodgkinson shooting. A man being driving a white Malibu reportedly fired several shots at a man driving a truck displaying a Make America Great flag again in, in Indiana. And that list, by the way, is from an article that ended in June. It just keeps on going. We, we just documented right there a good three dozen attacks. And by the way, the article, which I, was from Daily Caller, and I'll post it shot in the dark.info here shortly, uh, didn't even catch everything it could have. I mean, it... it I filled in the details about the attack at the Minnesota State Capitol in, in March. And, and this is, by, by the way, the latest of many such attacks going back to the Republican National Convention in 2008, where anti-Faz older brothers uh, <laughs> clowned themselves by inflicting violence all over the city of St. Paul on anyone who could be identified as a Republican. Oh, that's all been swept under the under the rug, of course. No one remembers the violence that those hamsters inflicted on us back then. And so it's not unusual that you're going to find people who are in the Trump camp or anywhere to the right of center thinking, huh, there's this long, long train of, of assaults and, and injuries and, and usurpations carried out by people under the broad category of anti-fa that aren't being answered. I mean... Count the number of episodes there that happened where the police stood down and watched as the thugs attacked defenseless Republicans. I'm not talking about the allegations of the police standing down in Charlottesville, which are credible and I happen to believe. But let's ignore that because I think there's credible evidence both sides came to rumble last week in Charlottesville. And to heck with both of them. Both sides. But... In prior events before that, contrary to Professor Bray's assertions in the Washington Post, by the way, Professor Bray's a radical professor of racial history. Uh, this guy is far enough out to the left to make the social justice warriors mainstream go, oh, you're getting kind of kind of freaky deaky there, Professor. This is... I just listed 30 audience incidents, including at least a dozen involving organized groups of anti-fa attacking people who are innocent bystanders, people going to political events, people who did not come to rumble. And let's go back to the beginning of the broadcast when I talked about the political situation in Germany in the 1920s and the 1930s, which was expressly designed to bribe, drive people from the center out to the extreme. This is a common pattern among extremist groups to make everyone have to choose 
one side or the other. They don't want people to remain neutral because as long as people remain neutral, people can still ignore them. They want everyone to commission, uh, emotionally, personally, financially, physically committed to one side or the other. That's what they want. And, and this is what they're trying to do. And, and when people responded to people like the Nazis, as, as we did in 1980 when the Blues Brothers, in the Blues Brothers movie, my, it, it, by the way, in the immediate wake of, of the, the court action that allowed the Nazis to, to, pick, uh, to march to demonstrate in Skokie, Illinois, which at the time was the home to many concentration camp survivors, many Jewish survivors of the Holocaust, the American Civil Liberties Union uh, fought to defend the, the Nazis' right to protest. Literal, by the way, Nazis' right to protest at that point. And everyone survived. And in fact, everyone survived by meeting the noxious, offensive, risible speech with more better speech. This is how Americans should respond to this sort of thing. But I'll tell you what, there's an awful, forget about Nazis, forget about white supremacists. There are a lot of reasonable, work-a-daddy, hug-a-mommy Republicans, conservatives, Trump supporters, and everything in between who look at what happened at these rallies and think, huh, for going out there and expressing my opinion, I could earn myself a kick in the teeth. I can earn myself a smoke bomb upside my head. I could earn myself a Doc Martin's boot down on my throat. How would you respond? How are you responding? You a little angry? Of course you are. That's the intention. More about this as we continue. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. See you at the fair next week. Are you concerned about not having enough money to pay bills, savings for college, or to secure a comfortable retirement? At Online Trading Academy, learn to trade and invest to make a second income to avoid always having more month than money. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone by hitting pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com. If you're a CPAP user, soap and water cleaning may leave harmful bacteria, viruses, and mold that can make you sick. That alone will keep you up at night. Until now, SoClean.com is the world's first and only automated, hands-free CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. SoClean kills 99.9% of all CPAP germs without soap, water, harsh chemicals, or even equipment disassembly. And now, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-953-4545. SoClean changed the CPAP experience for the better. My health has improved. It's simple to use, and I'm not worried about infections. SoClean's revolutionary design makes it easy to clean your CPAP and protect you against CPAP-related illnesses. Plus, SoClean works with all popular CPAP devices to clean them in minutes. It really is that easy. Don't risk your health. Call SoClean.com now to try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-953-4545. This offer won't last. Call now. 800-953-4545. 800-953-4545. Have you ever tried trading stocks on your own? Sounds scary, doesn't it? All the math and analysis, charting and graphs, and what if you make a mistake? The fear of investing causes people to give their money to advisors at large financial firms. But do they care about your future as much as you do? 
At Tradeway, our experienced investors teach you how to break down the confusing world of finance and be in control of your money. Learn how to avoid mistakes and find potential profits. If you don't plan to trade, at least you'll know what your advisor is doing. Controlling your investments may seem like a big goal, but small steps can get you there. To learn more, call 877-907-TRADE or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Tradeway. Big goals, small steps. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. WTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul.